Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. and welcome to this week's episode of our Squiggly Careers podcast. If it's the first time you've listened, we should probably introduce ourselves. I'm Helen Tupper. I'm one of the co-founders of Amazing If, and it was a business started by Sarah Ellis and myself five years ago, and it was focused on, and it still is focused on, helping people have happy careers. And hi, everybody. I'm Sarah. Um, Actually, one of my friends who listens to the podcast recently said that Helen and I have similar voices, um, (laughs) which I think we sound really different, but hopefully you'll be able to tell us apart um, as we go through the podcast today. So uh, each week then, it's Helen again, uh, we are taking on a career challenge that we know you are likely to be facing now or in the future. And what we do in our weekly podcast is we share our experiences, our ideas, and we give you some actions we think can help you to tackle it. And to give you all this advice, what we do is we combine our learning from working in sales and marketing roles for over 30 years now between us for big companies and for small companies, and also all of our insights from running Amazing If. So hopefully we'll be able to share something that can help you. And today we're going to focus our podcast session on the lovely warm place that is the comfort zone and how to take a big brave leap outside of it to help your career. And I think before we go into all of our advice and some kind of our own experiences, I think it's worth talking about why it's valuable to take a step out of that lovely warm comfort zone in the first place. Sarah, what what do you think about why why people should do this for their career? Well, I think it's worth um, almost making sure that people are clear about the difference between going out of your comfort zone and strengths and weaknesses, because I okay. think um, this is not about weaknesses. This is not about just doing a load of stuff that you're not very good at, um, because as we've kind of talked about with our podcast and lots of the work that we do, we really believe in focusing on your strengths, uh, doing more of what you're great at, and that will make you even even better. So that's not not to say that this is kind of different or contradictory to that. I think testing yourself and challenging yourself outside of your comfort zone is really about growth mindset. Um, which I know we talk about a lot and we're really big kind of advocates <laughs> of the old, uh, fans. the old growth mindset <laughs> with, our, with our little woo. Um, but to me, growth mindset is testing yourself um, to learn new skills, maybe challenging some of the assumptions you have about what you what you can do and what you can achieve. And I do think often it's the times when we come out of our comfort zone um, in something that feels slightly scary, something we're doing maybe for the first time, it's often where you do learn the most. You have these real um, spikes of learning and, you know, they're never perfect. They're often really kind of mind-consuming in terms of, you know, the, <laughs> they kind of take over your your focus and your energy for these short periods of time. 
but actually I think they can also be really draining. So if you're doing this constantly and all of the time, um, yeah. I don't know very many people who perform their best at that time. So I think for me, it's just about really making sure that you're being brave enough, I suppose, to have some of these moments where you are stepping out of your comfort zone and you're being aware enough to think about what do you learn every time these things happen. What about you? Does that sound similar to what you'd think? Yeah, I think so. I think I definitely agree with you can't do it all the time. I think it is just exhausting being in this position where you're constantly not yeah. sure if you're how it's going to be and it's quite... Um, I think it can be exciting, but it can be a bit emotionally draining. So I totally, totally agree with that. And I think for me, some of the reasons why you might want to do this is because I think there's a quote, you know, I love a quote. You do love a quote. <laughs> have we got, a quote. Are, we, are we ready for a cheesy quote? Go on. Cute, cheesy quote. <laughs> the, uh, my quote that I like this week is... Um, uh, challenge your limits don't limit your challenges <laughs> that is so cheesy apt. I know I know but I like it and oh, I think it I is particularly apt I know <laughs> it's particularly apt for this because I think your comfort zone in some ways is your own self-imposed limit and I think stepping out of it uh, can challenge that limit because I think sometimes you might have assumptions about what you can do and what you can't do and sometimes I think you can protect yourself with that fixed mindset yeah but when you step out of it and you challenge your limits I think you ultimately see what you can achieve and that might bring you into contact with new people and new experiences it might allow you to test your skills in a new way and so I think even though it feels a bit scary I think I cannot think of a time when I've stepped out of my comfort zone and there hasn't been some reward in it. Yes, it has been scary and I've not always done a great job of doing it, but I've always felt almost more confident for it and a bit braver and a bit more likely to do it next time. So I think it's definitely worth challenging that that self-imposed limit you put on yourself. Yeah, I agree. And I think every time you do it, actually, conversely, your comfort zone gets a bit bigger. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it totally gets sense because you get there's almost more more that fits in your comfort zone that you can now do. I totally agree. So I know this has been <laughs> very relevant for you this week. And um, sometimes our podcast episodes are inspired by what people tweet us or emails they send to us at getintouchamazingif.com. And sometimes they're just inspired by the week that we have had. And Sarah is in, in the midst <laughs> of a crazy week, which is very much outside of comfort zone. So I thought it might be apt to start with your experiences of stepping outside Thanks. of your comfort zone. Maybe some of the stuff that you're doing this week that could help people. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm right in the midst of this at the moment, so I won't be able to talk about cracking it all or having finished <laughs> it all because um, I'm sort of halfway through. But um, I work in advertising as one of one of my jobs, and it's Adweek Europe this week. And as part of that, today I was asked to speak live on BBC News, um, <laughs> and tomorrow I'm speaking live on Sky News, which, to be honest, is both as absolutely terrifying as it sounds. I mean... There is nothing about that sentence that sounds good to me. Like, I mean, A, it's it's live TV, so you don't know what you're going to get asked. The way that kind of TV works generally is it's pretty last minute. So today, going on the BBC, for the first time ever doing live TV, it's not like I'm some sort of like TV guru, um, they literally call you about five minutes before, before you're about to go on, and start asking you loads of different questions, some of which you've thought of, some of which you've not. And then you're thinking, oh, my God, I don't know the answer to some of these questions. And I've literally got five minutes before I start. Um, And then the last thing that was particularly scary was I was sitting there ready to do this interview. And it was something called like a down-the-line interview where essentially you're wearing like a mic and stuff. But you can't see any of the people you're speaking to. So you're on live TV with your image 
and people can see you at home, but you can't see the people you're talking to. And oh, it's a it's a bizarre reality to be faced with. And to then try and sound, you know, you're there trying to be confident and articulate. Um, make sure you don't waffle. So. Of which you are both. Everyone can go to Amazing Ear no. at Instagram, where I loyally recorded oh. you talking and people can watch it but so I think I mean that is so the like, extreme of like yes it is like, so it is really extreme and like you know to be honest I think this is a really good example of where you step out of your comfort zone for something very specific mm. um and you learn from it and you, you you get better even actually the fact that I'm doing it again tomorrow I do feel a bit more I do feel <laughs> a bit more confident about and I think there are a few things that I already reflect on that have that really helped me for today um, yeah. that, that kind of might be useful for whatever you're doing, whenever you're doing something where you're like, right, I've got a moment in time where I'm suddenly doing something outside my comfort zone. The first thing is to, I do think, to try and prepare as much as you can yourself first. So really try and kind of order your thoughts. So if you're, whether it's a presentation you're doing, uh, speaking on something for the first time, whatever it is that steps out of your comfort zone, try and just work out, what are you trying to achieve from that thing? That's what I, I started with. Was like, well, why am I doing this? Um, <laughs> why am yeah. I doing this? I mean, I sort of, there was like different ways of saying that. Like, why am I doing this? <laughs> was sort of what I was thinking at eleven o'clock last night. And then, you know, more specifically, like, why am I doing this? Well, positively, um, you know, what, what, like, what am I hoping to get out of it for the, you know, for the company that I'm representing? And then it helps you to be quite specific about, okay, well, loads of different stuff can happen here, but as long as I get this one thing out of it, then that'll be a success. So mm. like, what, why are you doing it? Why are you stepping out of your comfort zone? What are you trying to achieve would be my first top tip. And then the second thing that I did, um, and that I do every time actually I'm saying I'm stepping outside my comfort zone, is find a trusted advisor who actually understands the content of what you're doing in terms of stepping out of that comfort zone, who can give you some just very practical hints and tips. And if it's relevant, let you practice. So even okay. today, last minute, I just had a very quick chat with one of the founders of the business I work for and said, this is sort of what I'm thinking about saying, does this sound right? Does it sound interesting? And he just gave me a few extra ideas or thoughts that I just found really useful. And he's, though he might not have done this exact thing before, he will have spoken on these sorts of, the sorts of topics that I was talking about before. And, you know, he was kind of very well versed in how you'd say this. So they were kind of my mm-hmm. two things was be specific about why you're doing something, what you're trying to get out of it, and know that as long as you do that, you're doing okay, because remember you're stepping out of your comfort zone. And secondly, find a trusted advisor who understands that, A, it's a challenge for you, but has got some actual kind of real-life expertise. Yeah, and it's great for that to be in that role where you're supporting someone step out of their comfort zone. I think, you you know, you might be the individual who is doing the stepping, or you could also be the person who might be helping someone else to do it. I think both are really powerful and important roles to play. So um, have you got any other experiences which are maybe less uh, dramatic of the moment? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, dramatic and of the moment. (laughs) Yeah, I think actually, I mean, we talked about, you know, you don't want to be stepping out of your comfort zone too continuously. But actually, Mm. one of the things that I did where I think I probably learned the most in my career as a whole was I moved out of the industry and discipline I know best, which is marketing, and moved into a corporate affairs job, which was looking after corporate responsibility and I suppose what that gave me was lots of 
kind of mini moments of stepping out of my comfort zone. So it wasn't every day and it wasn't all of the time, but it was probably more consistent than anything I'd ever been used to. So like today was like a real, if you know, it feels like a real one off. I'm, I'm not sure the BBC are going to be on the phone going, come on, you know, come, Don't come, joke, Sarah, come, come be, I'll be the next newsreader. <laughs> Whereas actually going into a new, a kind of new area where I hadn't got lots of expertise, I was learning a lot very quickly and there was lots of things that I was kind of expected to do that felt like a real stretch. Some of them felt like a small stretch. Some of them felt like a really big stretch. And actually, when I reflect on that time, as I kind of always talk about it, it is one of the best moves I ever made. I got to work with some really kind of different and really interesting people who taught me a lot. And thank goodness I did because it helped me for things like today, working with corporate affairs people who are brilliant at media. But actually, I really struggled for the first six months. And I think that's because in hindsight, I felt under a lot of pressure to to kind of mm-hmm. succeed and because my natural tendencies is to be introverted as I kind of went under more and more pressure I became more and more introverted so I didn't actually tell anyone at the time that that was how I was feeling and that actually resulted then in me almost getting to the point of real kind of despair and having a very kind of this is a disaster conversation mm-hmm. with the person I was working for and actually being personally pretty unhappy only to find that the person I was working for at the time had got a really different perspective. She was like, you're doing great. You've learned loads. It's a really steep learning curve. You know, you. I think I was placing way too many expectations on myself. Couldn't see the wood for the trees, I think is probably a good description. I was going to say, I think listening to you, it makes me think that actually sometimes when you step out of your comfort zone, maybe you get so consumed yeah. by what you're trying to achieve that you lose a bit of perspective. Definitely. And that actually what you need is somebody who might already be in that space, that stretch space, who can give you some perspective so that you're not kind of really caught up in, oh God, am I doing a great job? Am I not doing a great job? Should I be doing this? And they can actually say, I don't know, like, let's look at this with a bit more objectivity because once you're in there, maybe the emotion of the challenge takes some of that away. Yeah, and I think it's, um, you know, it does become really consuming, I think in terms of how much mental energy it takes up every time you step out of your comfort zone. So really, the last 24 hours, I've not been able to focus on all that much other than, you know, I'm going to be live on the BBC. This (laughs) this, this could really be, you know, career limiting if this goes really badly. Um, And actually, I think I had the same perspective when I was in that job for six months. I think I became, it took up so much of my mental energy and I became, and because I'm quite a kind of thinker and a reflector, I struggled to kind of get out of, like you say, stepping back and you know I'm usually quite a pragmatic person but I just I just couldn't see that actually the reason I was struggling and feeling the way I was feeling was because I was having so many of these moments outside of my comfort zone and it's where you know if you're fortunate to have a coach or you can be part of a kind of coaching conversation coaches are usually amazing at being able to see this and be able to ask really insightful questions about why are you feeling the way that you're feeling? Mm. Um, what do you think about that scenario? They can just ask you some really interesting stuff. There's um, a lady called Nancy Klein who came up with a concept called Time to Think. Mm-hmm. And if anyone's ever in this kind of situation where you're sort of thinking, I'm almost like not happy or I feel like I'm struggling, but I'm not sure why, I'd really encourage you to look at Nancy Klein's Time to Think because she just gives you, I think you can get a book and I'm sure there's other resources online. She gives you lots of questions that you can kind of ask yourself to just stop and pause and just work out what's going on for you and then what you can do differently. 
Well, that is a great tip because I'm not aware of Nancy Klein and uh, I will, it's really will, good. will look sometime this week. Um, and also, just a bit of co-founder credit that you are, uh, we're doing the podcast now at eight o'clock in the evening <laughs> after quite a challenging day. So, uh, if, if, yeah. So, if you'd have been listening, uh, listeners, slightly before we started this, at one point, I think I got my head in my hands because I couldn't get Skype to work and I was like, oh, no, this is a disaster. So, you know, we're, we're feeling better than we were 20 minutes ago. So, that's keeping good. It, keeping it real. Yeah. <laughs> so how about so, you? I always I always think of you as somebody who's super brave and always um almost quite comfortable going out of your comfort zone. Is that true or are you just good at faking it? Um that is an interesting observation. Am I I think I have realized that the goodness is outside of it, which doesn't mean it's always really easy, but if I if I look back on where I've started new roles or met new people. I've had enough um, like validation of stepping outside of my comfort zone has led to good things. Right, okay. Um, and I th- so I think that's what... That's your starting me- point. Yeah, I'm, I'm, that's my starting point. My starting point is this is going to be tricky. This is going to feel uncomfortable. I've got enough evidence of things I've done that makes this, this is something that's worth it. And I think I'm also like a glass half full kind of person. So that's true. even if it is really you hard, you are very optimistic with your cheesy quotes. Yeah, I, like. I know. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, so I think because of that, I will always turn it in, even if I do something and it fails, I'll always try and find like the, oh, I learned this, I'll do this next time. But yeah, I think I'd probably. I also just leap. My husband thinks it's hilarious sometimes because I just leap into stuff without thinking too much because I think I just get so excited by things. So I think I'm number one value freedom. The thought of having a comfort zone feels a bit constraining for me. Yeah. So I think I kind of always like to leap out of it. But like, like I said, there are definitely situations where I know when it feels uncomfortable and I think kind of in, in um, relatively recent times, I now write a monthly column for Marketing Week. Which is which excellent, never, might I just say. Which is really good. And, I, <laughs> and I, now I love doing it and I look forward to doing it. But when I first started that, I remember my first article um, for them was about maternity leave, actually. And I remember thinking being asked to write was this big thing. I almost like overthought my writing and, yeah. what, you know, w- what I needed to say and how many words I needed to write. And because it just felt so it didn't feel like my normal job or what I would normally do. And I think I made this step outside of it quite a lot bigger than it actually was. I mean, in in reality, we were writing blogs and putting them out on our yeah. website. I'd written some pieces for virgin.com. So I think, you know, I had done some of this stuff, but I almost made it bigger in my own mind. And that made it like, I remember that first piece and then the second piece all felt quite scary and I definitely overthought it. Um, but that just goes to show that I think the more you do this, to your to the point you made earlier about your comfort zone gets bigger, I now write every month for them because it's now become something that I, you know, I continue to do for them. And I don't really think about it. I don't really judge myself. I obviously put some effort into writing it and I read it through and I read comments and pe- things that people tell me about my article so I can get yeah. better but I don't it doesn't it doesn't 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 feel like a step outside of my comfort zone now at all it just feels like it's part of me it's part of my comfort zone and I think that's definitely an indication of the journey that you can go on when you repeatedly take a step outside of your comfort zone there's probably a bit of insight there around when you do step out of your comfort zone there probably becomes a point where you just have to do it um yeah. because actually 
the reason it's not in your comfort zone is because it is something that is new that maybe you've not done before. So you're not going to be able to make it perfect before whatever it is kind of gets released into the world. And so yeah. I suppose that would actually almost be something I would encourage people to do is when you are stepping out of your comfort zone or you're looking at opportunities to do that, almost taking your attitude of kind of say yes first and think probably slightly <laughs> later, which I think is, is that's actually good advice. I say, and I, I actually, that's exactly what I do. I, I say yes, and then I panic. So do you want to talk on the BBC? Yes. Two seconds later. Uh, ah. Actually, actually, no, I don't. I want to go, can I go back in time? But I think almost taking that attitude of say yes, don't overthink it. And then just, just almost know that the first time you step outside of that comfort zone, the standards that you apply to everything else you do all of the time can't almost can't apply that's just not realistic yeah, um, yeah lower the perfection bar yeah definitely. and I it, something I think we find again and again when we're running um training courses the expectations that people place on themselves it just it never fails to astound me sometimes people just they've got these incredible you know views of everything they should be able to do and achieve and they'll look at people who are brilliant at one thing and think well I need to be as good as that even if they're doing it for the first time yeah. and then when you ask the question okay so if you were putting yourself in somebody else's shoes doing this for the first time, what would your expectations be? Their answer is really different to their expectations of themselves. I think it's back to that perspective bit as well. So lower the perfection bar and make sure you're bringing some perspective because yeah. this will be difficult and, and it will, at the very least, it'll be a learning thing for you. Yeah. I think my second experience is, is actually similar to some of the things that you were talking about when you went into that new role yeah so it's ev every time I've done a job I didn't know how to do yet which yeah. has been a few times so the first time I was a manager I remember I went I went to work that's for, a really good um, one yeah Eon and I'd never been a manager before and I really wanted to be a manager because I really cared about people's development hence why we do things like yeah. this um and I really wanted to be a good manager and I didn't know what I was doing and I thought oh they're going to find me out that whole kind of imposter syndrome thing and actually I learned on the fly how to be a good manager I hope and I got some validation from people but I think it was because I genuinely cared and I invested time in it's back to that growth mindset I knew what I didn't know yeah. and I knew what I hadn't done but I was willing to invest time in getting better and I think a lot of people can almost have some empathy with that so you know it won't be a shock to other people that you might not know what you're doing if yeah. you're doing a job for the first time but actually if you're showing commitment and you're showing passion whatever job that's in you know I I've moved to technology I now work in Microsoft I've never worked in technology industry before I headed up marketing for an app business for Virgin never launched an app before I've, I've got multiple situations where I've done jobs that I haven't known what to do maybe at some point think... you should you know do one that you do <laughs> <laughs> sorry that was a bit harsh it's only I'm getting thanks, tired. thanks for that thanks for that <laughs> um, no but I think people are quite forgiving I think if I would say my experience is you know be honest don't pretend yeah to that you're in your comfort zone be honest Such that this is point. something that you, something you're stretching yourself to do because I think people might support you more with that and you can ask for help people will have more empathy people will value the effort and the passion you're putting into learning something and I think you I just feel like I've ended up with more support and more sponsors and, and more people who advocate for me because they've seen me step into those areas and grow in them than if I'd ever just stayed in my comfort zone. Yeah, I was reading something the other day actually about how um, I think it was Rob Joffe's work on Why Should Anyone Be Led By You, which talks about the importance of being vulnerable as a leader mm -hmm. and that, okay. you know, 
no one is perfect and that of course there are going to be situations where you need to step out of your comfort zone so you should share those you know with the right people at the right time you know you don't need to send an email around to everyone and go (laughs) just to be clear this is going to be a nightmare but you know even today you know I didn't at no point I didn't ever try to sort of fake that I was really looking forward to doing this BBC interview I made it clear I'm really nervous you know I need some support I need some help and then actually people do rally around you so I think yeah. you know think about vulnerability um Rob Joffe's work is, is really worth checking out on leadership and so is um Brenny Brown's stuff on yeah, vulnerability she does um a great TED talk doesn't she so that'd be useful yeah she does and I've actually just listened to her book on yeah. um audible called braving the wilderness yeah and that's kind of about sort of stepping out of your comfort zone in terms of sharing your opinions and standing up for something oh, nice. and how that can be uncomfortable but it's um, narrated by her and she's a really compelling um, narrator Ooh, and maybe we should listen lots and lots of stories <laughs> yeah, get some top tips it's really good it's really good I like it many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out my solution is plush care PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Okay, so on to top tips, yeah, actually. Yeah, go for it, um, you go. Let's, okay, so I think the first one we've touched on a little bit, but I think be aware of what feels like a stretch. So I think standing outside of your comfort zone should feel like a stretch. And then also what feels like a strain. So I think that's a little bit beyond stretch. And then all the way to what feels like stress. So I almost think of it as like, the number of steps you go outside of your comfort zone. One step might feel like a stretch, two might feel like a strain, and three might feel a bit stressful. And I don't think you want to be in this stress position. That's not what this is about. This is about, I'd say, think about strain um, as as, the, as far as you want to go. But ideally, think about the stretch position. That's where it feels yeah. a bit of a build and you're not going too far. But I just... In short, just be aware of how you're feeling when you're outside of your comfort zone. Don't go too far with it. Stay in the boundaries of stretch, just touch and strain, I'd say. Yeah, I agree. And I'd also say make going outside of your comfort zone a conscious thing. Yeah. So think about in your month, 
what what feels like a stretch this month something that feels like it's new it's been more of a challenge to you and if you don't feel like you've got one of those that you can reflect on put one in each month one thing that feels just a little bit scary I think your natural state will be to not do these things yeah. so you might have to force yourself to do them so just be conscious and I'd even write at the start of a month what's my one stretch thing that I'm going to do this month that's going to feel like it's taking me out of my comfort zone and then you can be a bit more conscious about doing this stuff yeah I think that's a really good one and I would say when you do have these moments of stepping out of your comfort zone, whether it's a one-off thing or, I don't know, you have a month or a couple of weeks where you're really, you know, you're out of your comfort zone more often than not, uh, just make sure you're stopping to reflect and almost say, well done. Um, yeah. Because I just think you need those mini moments to recuperate and try and know how you recuperate best. So for some people, you know, that might be uh, going out, you know, like getting loads of energy from other people. For some people, it might be, you know, sitting at home, with a cup of tea and a book, you know, talking about myself there, obviously. Um, so, you know, I was really mindful today of, because I've got a couple of these things this week, which are really big kind of stretch, to be honest, borderline strain things, that I've really looked at then what I'm doing in the evenings, what I'm doing after those things, just to give myself a bit of kind of recovery and, and reward yeah. time, essentially, because otherwise I know I'll struggle with the rest of the day. What is your reward tonight, Sarah? Oh, well, actually, I already had it. So this is, oh, this is I'm actually going to tell the truth. And it's really boring. So um, I got like a really nice posh hot chocolate. Coffee. From, oh, hot chocolate. I got hot chocolate. I find hot chocolate more of a treat than coffee. Um, <laughs> so funny. So it was like a really good hot chocolate. So you know, that was, Did you enjoy it? Yeah, I did. I'm glad. Really <laughs> this makes it sound really sad. Okay, let's move on. Um, and I think the last top tip is kind of going back to the point around vulnerability. When you are doing these kind of actions inspire and encourage others to do the same so this becomes a habit and a behavior um, and that you're really thinking about learning feedback integrating all of those things as part of this process so you know what went well even better if our favorite kind of feedback mechanism getting people to go right you've stepped out your comfort zone brilliant what went well what will be even better that's great don't overthink it go on you know, reward yourself with whatever you want to do to celebrate, move on to the next thing and just encourage that mentality. Actually, at London Business School, there's a guy called um, Jules Goddard who said that as a leader, every month you should be asking your team almost what mistakes have you made this month in a kind of positive celebratory way. I love that. I love that. So like, and I was like thinking, actually, I don't ever really have that mentality. And I think it's quite similar to comfort zone thing because you're, if you're not making any mistakes, you're really protecting yourself and hiding. Yeah. So I think yeah, just absolutely. maybe thinking for yourself and for your team, whether mistakes is the right word, you know, choose whatever you think feels right for you. But I actually quite liked it. It was quite a punchy, you know, what mistakes have you made? Yeah, and I was I like, oh, that. interesting. I may incorporate that into a, a future team meeting. Excellent. My, my team are listening. They can blame, they can blame me. <laughs> so, yeah, can blame you. Any other resources um, that you'd recommend that you well, see? Well, I think we've actually mentioned lo- loads yeah, of people. Yeah, we have. The only, um, the only other, if you like a video, um, Marie Folio, who's kind of a bit of an uh, American lifestyle business career coach kind of person. She has a YouTube channel, actually, for lots of different career resources. But she's got a six-minute YouTube video called Follow Your Fear, very much talking mm. to some of the things that we've got, if you want a kind of a quick recap. And there's also an article on the crew.co blog which is called getting out of your comfort zone why it's hard oh, and why that. you should it's got what i like about it i mean there's lots of tips that we've talked about but there's loads of hyperlinks in that article oh, brilliant. so you can if you want to find out why it's good and link to other research it's just i think it must have about 30 hyperlinks to, to stuff on um on your comfort zone so yeah just to recap on that it's called um crew.co it's their blog and the article is called getting out of your comfort zone why it's hard and why you should it's quite a 
long article title. <laughs> Perfect. Should we tweet it as well in the next week yes, or so? Yes, yeah, good idea. I will, yes, we'll do that. Cool. Uh, so I think that's it for this week. I hope, as always, it's been helpful and useful and we've given you lots of things that you can action tomorrow, next week at work. As always, we'd love to know what you think. If you've got ideas for uh, topics you'd like us to cover in other weeks, please let us know. We're really up for doing that. And we just love feedback generally. We really want to know you know, what works well about the podcast and, and what could we improve. <laughs> and you can stay in touch by following us on Instagram, get in touch with us on Twitter at amazing underscore if, or email us at getintouchatamazingif.com. Uh, so next week we're going to talk about one of my favourite topics and something I'm super <laughs> passionate about. So it's probably going to be like an hour podcast um, on flexible it won't be working. An hour podcast. Okay, that's true actually because like we need we've not got time because we both need to work flexibly to do an hour podcast. Um, that's very true. So oh, the irony. So yeah, we're going to talk about flexible working, where it works, where it doesn't work, um, you know what our experiences have been. So looking forward to that. So thanks very much for listening again, and we'll see you next week. Bye for now. See you next week. Bye. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.